Welcome back into the Shots Aside podcast. Um, back here with Matt. Um, we're going to go through game four and five. We're going to start with game four. Um, uh, Boston was up 2-1. Golden State takes game four, 107-97. Uh, Matt, what did you... Uh, what were you looking at that really uh, gave Golden State this this victory? Uh, main takeaway here was uh, Steph Curry just exploded for 43 points. It looked like he literally could not miss at, at certain points in the game. He was just hitting crazy shots. And then also got a bunch of help that game from Wiggins on, on the boards. I think he had 16 boards, which... Three offensive pretty, rebounds, yeah, too. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think all those re- offensive rebounds were putbacks, too, so those were important. Right. Yeah, um, Clay chipped in too. Um, Clay had a good game four, um, seven for seventeen. Three pointers were a little off, four of ten, but chipping in eighteen points. And then you got you had Pool off the bench with fourteen, which we talked about in game three. How Golden State's bench really kind of struggled a lot. So it was it's kind of nice to see um, Pool get going. And Looney came off the bench in this game, had eleven boards off the bench as well. Um, so Golden State really got uh, got their bench going. Bielitsa again played nine minutes. I still don't know why he played Game Four. He was terrible in Game Four. Um, he did have uh, one nice steal, but then couldn't turn it into anything on the fast break. <laughs> instead of, uh, yeah. Instead of kicking it out to one of the great shooters, he decided to take it in himself. <laughs> Kerr just yanks him after that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, also, a, a surprising start there with Otto Porter. He ended up starting game five, too. But I think they they wanted to try to add a little bit more shooting uh, by taking Looney out of the starting lineup. He still played 28 minutes, Looney did, but just kind of throw a different look at the Celtics, and it seemed to work a little bit, keep them a little more honest at, at certain stretches of the game. Right, and I don't think that Golden State's going to be able They, I mean, they can't go big with Boston because Boston's – doesn't matter what they throw out there. Boston's always going to have bigger lineups. Why not switch yeah. it up and go smaller, which yeah. seems to be working as, at least a little bit these last couple Exactly, games. especially because like Horford can at least shoot a little bit compared to like Draymond and Looney. Right. What happened to Horford, though? Horford hasn't been doing uh, a whole lot lately. Yeah, he has been shooting good lately. I mean, it's it's better than uh, Draymond still, but... Yeah, but I mean, game four... He, he did... He hit some timely threes in Game Five uh, towards the end of that game, but all of four. all of Horford's shots were threes. He went two for six in Game Five. Yeah, yeah. in Game four. four. In Game Four. In Game Four. Yeah, um, not what I was expecting. I didn't expect that, it. That's Couple offensive crazy. boards. I know. Um, yeah, he honestly he didn't have have a great game. But honestly, the the X factor for the Celtics has been Robert Williams. He's been just playing phenomenal. Right. Like, He's really making the the Warriors think about when they attack the basket because they don't want that big swat coming from Robert Williams. <laughs> yeah, um, I think there was a report that he went like halfway across the country to get his knee looked at again. So they're like, there was questions that he might not play for Game Five. Yeah, and you saw. We'll talk about it later. Oh, like but, in between games, he did. Yeah. Oh wow. In between Game Four and wow. Game Five, and. Uh, so like there's questions if he was gonna even play game five. And yeah. I mean if you saw it, he I think he played the entire third quarter in game five, but we'll yeah. we'll get to that uh, a little bit later in the podcast. But even in game four, he played thirty one minutes. Um 
I think just his intensity and kind of takes out Draymond Green completely. Um, Draymond did okay. I mean, he had nine boards and eight assists, but one of seven from the field. I mean, if he's going to be shooting like this, I mean, I'd, I'd rather just have Draymond not shoot at all. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Um, you know, J- Draymond, uh, it, it was kind of interesting seeing, like, game four to five. Like, we'll get more into game five. But, like, in game five, he made a couple things happen by, you know, like, being a little bit more aggressive and instead of, like, settling for a jump shot, like, one time he f- he faked the pass back to Clay and went to the basket for a dunk. And that was nice. You kind of want to see right. more of that. Like if he's not going to be making any, like he's zero of eleven from three. Like I'd rather see him at least take like a little bit closer shot, just that you know have a better chance of going in or or just pass. Yeah, he's. I mean, Draymond's what thirty two, so he's getting a little older. I think yeah. he's lost a step. Um, he can't really. Yeah, he's not that he's ever that. been really good at like being explosive and getting to the basket, but. Yeah. Um, he's got to like at least give that illusion that he can go to the bucket because yeah. right now Boston doesn't take him seriously on the offensive end besides oh, his passing. Not at all. Yeah, you kind of got to wonder if like that back injury he was out with earlier in the year is still maybe affecting him a little or if uh, is there something going on there because, I mean, he, he honestly kind of just looks like a shell of himself a little bit. But. Yeah. I find it funny, though, that you never hear of any of these injuries during – the games or during the series it's always after yeah like i'm sure we'll hear about like tatum's shoulder after the series like what he's been going through yeah you know. for sure <laughs> <laughs> all right so well what do you think uh some of your biggest takeaways from the game four were go- for the celtics or the warriors or both teams yeah um well, I think the big thing for Golden State is they out-rebounded Boston 55-42, to which, I mean, a 13-point spread swing when it comes to rebounding. Um, you know, big deal in, in these fi- finals so far. And then, well, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, Steph had 43. So, I mean, Steph blew the game over open, almost had half their points. And then on the other end, I mean – you 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 would want Tatum to step up. Yeah. I mean, he exactly. hasn't he hasn't had one of those games. I don't even think he's had a game over 40 points. So he had he had 23 in this game. Brown had 21. Smart played I mean, decent shooting, 18 points, and White was 16 off the bench. I just uh I think this was a game that especially at home that Tatum really should have taken over and and gotten Boston this win to possibly go up 3 to 1. Unfortunately, they couldn't do it, and and you know Golden State credit to them, you know they uh, came out hot in that uh, third quarter and kept it rolling. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, it definitely was kind of a, a letdown for Boston, just because uh, like you go in, it it's tough in general to steal a game in Golden State, and they uh, had already done it. They stole home court from the Warriors, and then you get back home and you can't defend your own home court. So then obviously we know what happened now that they lost game five as well. So it's a little easier to look at, look back at it. But I mean, that's a huge missed opportunity to go from maybe being up three, one to now being down three, two by not taking care of business at home. Um, But my takeaway from the Warriors standpoint is just that like, 
I mean, the, they're finding ways to win in like adver and deal with adversity. Like right. a lot of like players weren't hitting shots most of the game, like other than Steph. And like, I mean, if Steph wasn't hitting some of those crazy shots, like there's a good chance that they could have been blown out in that game. Like he kept them in it and like times when everybody else was cold. So, I mean, go- going into, I mean, going into game, uh, well, I mean, now it's game six, so it's, like, different to say, but I think going yeah, Game into, six is on Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah, so not going into game five, but going into game six, like, Boston has to do – either Tatum's got to start taking over or they got to start getting, like, other guys more involved, like, shooting-wise. I think sometimes they put the brunt too much on Tatum. At times, I think it – I mean, maybe he's taking, like, over 20 shots in every single game. I'm not positive, but I think that's... Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I think... So his... <laughs> I was looking at uh, the stats a little bit, but he, his three-point percentage is better than his two-point percentage right now. Yeah, right. I think he's shooting, like, above 50% from threes and shooting, like, 40... I want to say 43%, something like that, around yeah. that area for two-point attempts. So, I mean, if you want to throw that out as, you know, maybe his shoulder injury, maybe he doesn't want to go to the basket as much, you could do that, but it's the NBA Finals. I mean, you got to you gotta put everything out there, and um, if you're getting stopped by, you know, some of these smaller guards that Golden State has and Andrew Wiggins, and yeah, it's well, not a good look. And, like, uh, you know, Wiggins has been a really good defender all series long, but I think uh, – I mean, Tatum's, like, if you see him side by side, like, Tatum's quite a bit, like, bulkier than Wiggins is. Like, he, yeah. I mean, he's got to take Wiggins to the rack. Like, Wiggins has been attacking the basket hard, and I th- I think uh, that's kind of what Tatum's not doing is when he's going to the basket, instead of just, like, going to finish the ball, I think he sometimes he's looking for the foul, which, I mean, I understand he's getting fouled uh, at certain points, but, like, at a certain point, you kind of just – Kind of like what LeBron does. I mean, I know he's not LeBron, but like you gotta <laughs> just like play through contact sometimes if you're not getting it. Like, right. Don't get me wrong. Like Andrew Wiggins is a good player, All Star player yeah. this year. But I mean, Jason Tatum's a superstar. Yeah, exactly. He's got to take over these games if he wants to be, you know, put his name in the legacy books as one of the best to ever. Do it. Yeah. Granted, he is. He's pretty young. He's 24 still, but. I mean, this is your first t- taste of the finals. You gotta, you gotta, you know, relish the being young and mm-hmm. and being able to move the ball and get it with pace. And they're just they're not pushing the ball as much as they. I think they're just getting tired. Maybe that's due to not playing the bench as much because the bench isn't playing that great. But no. I mean, this is final seven games of the season. You gotta you just. I, I don't know why they're not just giving it everything and just give it pushing the pace on this Warriors team and there's just like some instances where like um like I I don't understand why he's not why Tatum's not aggressive sometimes because like the first six minutes of game five um Tatum didn't take a single shot and then he came out of the game and they were down by like 10 at that I think it even got ballooned to 16 at one point right um but like that that's just like baffling to me that like he wouldn't take a shot in the first six minutes of the game. Like, I think he, he's got to immediately like set the tone that like, I like he's here to stay and like, he's going to be a big part of this game. Like, I don't know. That's just my opinion about it. But I, I think that's what they got to do to 
if they're going to win the game is that Tatum's got to be more aggressive. He's got to be that guy. Like right. kind of like he was in that the Bucks series. He was phenomenal exactly. in that series. Well, like, the previous three series, he was good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people were saying he was like a top five, top ten player. Yeah, myself included. I, I still think like he he probably is on that level. If he if he's aggressive, like I I just don't understand why he's not being aggressive. I guess, but I mean, I, maybe it's just their defensive scheme is just taking him out of it. Like we saw what that can do, like to someone like Steph when they changed it up last game, right? Um, but usually, like great players, like make their own adjustments for the like next game after that of like how they're going to impact the game. So yeah, so transitioning, let's go into game five. Um, we were tied at two two apiece. Uh, Golden State ends up winning this game at home by a margin of 10, uh, 104 to 94 to take a, I'd say a commanding 3-2 lead. I think they looked pretty uh, pretty oh, spectacular yeah. in this game. Um, I think first quarter is what really helped or hurt the Celtics. I mean, down 27 to 16 after the first quarter, and then it, it just seemed like they were in catch-up mode the entire game. Yeah, that... And that's a really tough thing to do because I think that that's kind of similar to uh, I think it was game three where the Warriors got down and like it seemed like they were there and then they'd get close and then all of a sudden like they'd get back down. Like playing from down 10 plus like for the whole game is tough because as soon as you get there, then like it's a game of runs and then the Warriors go on a little run and it takes so much energy out of somebody like Tatum and Brown when they're playing that many minutes to like play from behind like that so. yeah it's i mean it's tough in a regular season game but let alone a finals game yeah, like finals that's game, like, that's i mean usually you don't see that happening i know we've had a lot of double digit leads that have kind of squandered in the playoffs but yeah. you're not going to see this in the with the last two teams that have gotten this far i mean you rarely see it in finals where they where they're down by 20 and they end up blowing it yeah well and it, honestly like you <laughs> I was kind of worried for the Warriors for a while, like in that third quarter, like they right. they blew their 16 point lead. And what I, was it? A 13 0 run to yeah, start the third. I, I was kind of concerned that like, you know, when you blow a big lead like that, you you don't necessarily like, I don't know, like overcome it and like get your lead back like the way they did. But pool, I mean, man, he hit some big shots in that yeah. third quarter to yeah. save them. For sure. I thought it was absolutely over after the first half. I mean, uh, Once the yeah, Warriors got too. that, what were they up by? Yeah, by twelve at halftime, I believe, maybe or thirteen. Yeah, twelve points at halftime, and we all know what Golden State usually does in the third quarter. I, that's what kind of surprised me. Is I was like, yeah. you know, I think, I think they made like they went like five for six on threes. Boston did yeah. to start the third. Um, I think Tatum had three and. Brown and Smart both had one. They made eight Maybe straight threes in a row. Like, yeah, I, I think it might have been dating back to the second quarter, but that's that's pretty crazy, honestly. Right, and then um, just uh, you saw it kind of wear down there at the end. I mean, Tatum and Brown both played the entire second half, forty-four minutes um, for the game for both those players, and you could tell in the fourth quarter, like their legs weren't there. I think oh, yeah. Tatum had like four air balls in the game, yeah, which is, I mean, you don't you don't see that ever, not even in you know any games, but no. you could really tell that Ime Udoka, their head coach, was, I mean, he didn't feel comfortable in their bench. 
he didn't feel comfortable and and yeah. a lot of these players taking shots that's why they had to count on tatum right. and brown i will say like just a, a side note uh, on yudoka um he did not deserve that technical that he got in the first half. no no not at all this is this is nba finals basketball like you're gonna be frustrated with calls that is not a technical i don't care what anybody says like <laughs> dude draymond and steve kerr have both yelled at the ref way worse than yeah like, than yeah, what the udoka did guarantee you he did not say anything that deserved that no that was that was ridiculous um but i think uh like you kind of said earlier, I think the the game changer, the the mood swing, uh, you really felt the crowd come back once Jordan Poole hit that that dagger at the end of the third. Yeah, I think to put him back up one. You know that that shot really gave them some momentum going into the fourth. Like if he didn't hit that, I don't know if that's they have quite the same amount of momentum going into the fourth. Yeah, right. Um, who was your biggest um, biggest player that really stepped up for both teams, I guess? Uh, I'd say, I mean, clearly for the Warriors, like with uh, Curry struggling and like Clay was struggling for a portion of that game. Um, yep. I think Wiggins just like he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn from three, but man, like he was taking it to the basket he had the floater game going nuts. He had the fadeaway like Kobe. De- poor Derek White. The man's hairline was receding every time that that Wiggins hit a shot on Derek him. Derek White looked like a deer in the headlights. He was he was lost out there. And then one time Derek White tried to get Wiggins back. He tried a little step back and just completely bricked it. Yeah. But um, on the Celtic side though, I think somebody that was like trying to step up there at the end um at t- at times, I think Tatum was stepping up. He was hitting some big time shots, and even Marcus Smart was stepping up, like more so in the third quarter than the fourth. But right. they were hitting some big shots in the third quarter. Um, I I think uh, I don't know. Uh, Al Horford kind of like he plays he plays good at times. I just think like he he's definitely getting older, but like sometimes like it seems like. He doesn't know how to help in like this series since like they go small ball sometimes. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it's kind of weird. It's more just like that he's not having the same impact maybe like that he was in other series. But I mean, every series is different. So, yeah, he's not as quick either to guard some of these smaller guards that Golden State has. I mean, yeah. Willie Robert Williams has been doing pretty good at, oh, yeah. at defending even with his injury. Um, before I get to my picks though. Oh. Yeah, and that about Robert Williams. Yeah, one thing about him is like he did a great job this last game of stepping up on those Curry threes that he wasn't doing in the games prior. Like right. he was giving them a little too much room off the screens. And he did a great job of getting higher up off of them this game. So. Yeah, I remember that one. I think it was game two where he uh, went under this or late. He fell back on the screen and yeah. Steph made a three and Udoka called a timeout and just chewed him out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you haven't seen him like, do it since. So you just can't do that against the Warriors. No. But um before I get to my picks, uh I've been talking about this all series long, but I think this unless one of the starters goes off for like forty points like Steph did in game four. Yeah. Um I think it's really came down to the benches. Um Looking at Boston's bench, they had 10 points total on the bench. Get rid of Luke Cornett 
and Naismith's six points that came in the last minute. Man, so he had four Cornell points. Stroking three. <laughs> yeah, he went one for one. Get rid of that. You had four points combined between Derek White and Grant Williams, which compared to the Warriors, they had Gary Payton, who really stepped up. He had 15. Jordan Poole had 14. That's 29 points off the bench, and I, that's what really got them to win with Steph's you know, struggles that he had. Yeah. But um, getting into my picks. Um, oh, man, I, I didn't even notice that Derek White only had one point. Yeah. Wow. One point. 0 for 4. Didn't make a single bucket. Pritchard 0 for 3. Yeah. Yeah. But for the Warriors, like you said, um, you got to go with Wiggins. 26 points, 13 big boards. Um, wasn't shooting great from downtown, like you pointed out, but uh, just his yeah. aggressiveness that he played on both ends. Um, he looked like a star out there. Honestly, you know? they're incredible. Just those, those big body Canadian boards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's what's his nickname? It's Maple Jordan. If you're, <laughs> if you're from Canada, you know. <laughs> Maple Jordan. Uh, I love that one. I I mean. He was looking like it last night, though. Like, yeah, uh, he had that big poster to it, or not poster, but blow by of Derek White at the end. There yeah. To cap off his night. That was nice. Yeah, it sucks that you know he came from Minnesota, and um, you know, it definitely looks like now that Golden State won that trade between him and and D'Lo. So, um, yeah, I think uh, honestly, like the cherry on the top too was Kaminga. Like, it, yeah, I wouldn't feel as bad about the trade if uh. It was just Stilo straight up, but yeah, I, mean, I would still rather have Wiggins. But I mean, Kaminga on top of that, man, he could be good. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna see any of Kaminga. I know we we wanted to see him yeah. a little bit more just with how bad Draymond's been playing. Yeah, he stepped it up though this game. I'll say that. Like, he played. Yeah. this was his best game. I would say. I mean, he had eight points in the first quarter, but from then on out, yeah. he didn't score a single point. But they needed those though because Steph wasn't yeah. playing well. But his defensive intensity was way better, and mm-hmm. um, just getting into players' faces. I think you saw in the fourth quarter when Boston called a timeout and Tatum was taking the ball to the uh, to the sidelines or whatever, and Draymond was just following him. Yeah, that, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I thought something was going to break out there, and maybe maybe we got to see an NBA Finals fight, but. Yeah. Uh, refs did, refs and coaches did a pretty good job of kind of keeping that separated. Not not in the Golden State. Man. That would happen in the Palace. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, Wiggins definitely player I, of the game for Golden State. I'd say like a, another like secondary player for Golden State that could get it would be Gary Payton. Yes, like, GP dude, GP two. How he gets some of his steals are just incredible. He literally picks them clean like a. Most deals, like, they get a little bit of them, but, like, he picks people clean. Yeah. uh, It's cool, fun to watch how good he is at defense. He's got, like, the build of, like, Desmond Bain, but I think he's a lot quicker than Desmond Bain and a little bit more physical on the defensive end. Yeah. He definitely doesn't have the guns as Desmond Bain, though. No, not the – he's not as good of a a three-point shooter either as – as Desmond he did, Bain. He did hit a nice corner three. Yeah. Well, one of his threes what, out of the one, out of the three. three. Yeah, out yeah. of the three he took. But six of eight on the game. Keep him honest. I think last game he played like 13 minutes, so they doubled him today. He played 26 minutes. 26. And I, I think going forward, whether this goes to game seven, um, but definitely in game six, you're going to see a lot of, of Peyton playing 
um, in that small lineup with probably Draymond at the five, Wiggins at the four, and then kind of just rolling out that with Peyton, Curry, and and Clay. Yeah. Um, but Boston, uh, <laughs> I really don't even want to uh, pick a a player of the game for Boston. Um, if I had to, uh, I can't pick. I can't pick Tatum. I mean, yeah, he did shoot 10 of 20, 50% from the field, 5 of 9 from 3 for 27 points. But um, I think it kind of deceives kind of what you saw on if you watch the game. It didn't really look like he yeah. was 50% from the field. Yeah. Um, I mean, in, in the third quarter, he played really well. Like, I won't take anything away from his third quarter. But he, it's kind of been his problem, like, from the start of the series is, like, he's got to play that full 48 minutes. And he said that himself. Yeah. He's, like, he's done good at times. but Right. I think, well, here, I'll just, I'll say Robert yeah, Robert Williams. <laughs> Robert Williams is my player player of the game for Boston. I just, I love his intensity. Mm-hmm. Um, stats don't really show it. 10 points, 8 rebounds. Um, but just... Yeah. What he does on the defensive end. Let me just show you this real quick. Okay. Plus minus stats right here. Um, Jason Tatum, minus 13. Al Horford, minus 19. Marcus Smart, minus 9. Jalen Brown, minus 19. Robert Williams was a plus 11. Yeah. <laughs> the only player that actually played meaningful minutes on this Boston Celtics team that had a plus minus above zero. So that. If that doesn't show that he really carried this team from all aspects of, you know, just the energy that he brought on the court for the Celtics team. I mean, well, and it's really too bad that it hit his knee is like, you can tell it's still bothering him for um, sure. Cause like he probably could be playing like 40 minutes. Like if his knee was more healthy, like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, frustrating for the Celtics, especially when like you're not getting like much help from somebody like Grant Williams off the bench. Um, right. Plays all right, but would you rather pay DeAndre Ayton the max, or would you rather pay Robert Williams a good solid deal? Probably not um, the max, but yeah, not. I mean, if if it's comparing both of them for the max, like I'd rather pay Ayton for the max. Yeah, um, but I don't think Robert Williams is getting the max. But no, no, I don't think so either. So I like. Value wise, I'd definitely rather have Robert Williams. Um, yeah, I think Aiden's a little underappreciated on the on the defensive end. I think like he's a big reason why they were an elite defense too. In addition yep. to Bridges, because um, Booker hasn't been a good defender until recently, which yeah. coincidentally he has Bridges and Aiden now. So right. Um, Crowder's not a bad defender either. No, Crowder's not bad. CP3 is getting older, so too, so he gets cooked sometimes. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, and I think uh, Robert Williams. Uh, I don't know when his contract's up, but like, man, he if he's if he's healthy, he might get get some money. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I think so. He he impacts the game, especially with all these like small ball lineups coming out and stuff like that. Um, and you could even see like he had. A good impact against like somebody like Bam too. Like, yeah, he's honestly. I think he's the same height as Bam. I think he's like six, yeah, around like, six ten. He's not a tall center, but he plays big in the paint. Yeah, and like comparatively, like like instead of Aiton, like if you want to compare Robert Williams to Bam, like 
I would rather take Robert Williams at like 10 to 15 million less than a max bam. Yeah. That's what I was getting at is I'd rather pay Robert Williams, a good solid contact or contract, lock him up for, you know, three to four years, um, have him as my starting center going forward. And then obviously you're paying Brown and Tatum and then you're building pieces around them. You're getting shooting, you're getting defense. I think they have a solid team. I honestly, I still think Boston has a better team than Golden State. Really? Yeah. I see. I I think they might have like a, a better maybe starting lineup, but I don't know. Like the cell or the Warriors are just so darn deep. Like they have Otto Porter, who like he hasn't been great this series, but he's had series where he he's been good. Um, and then also like. What's this? Gary Payton off the bench. Right. Iggy at the time, like he's obviously much older now, but like just his leadership on the bench is important. I think. Um, like I think I honestly think Iggy's had a good impact on Wiggins. Like yeah, I always see him talking to him over there too yeah. and stuff. Um, I'm sure Draymond has too as yeah, well. Obviously, yeah. but um, they have a good Jordan Poole off the bench, like. <laughs> I mean, I would rather have Jordan Poole off the bench than uh, Derek White, personally. Like, I know Derek White's a better defender, but... No, I totally agree. I, I think Boston's just missing that one person off the bench that... Like, I think if they had, like, a scorer off the bench... Like yeah, they, give them, like, Terrence Ross or maybe a better Terrence Ross, but... Yeah, or give them a Malik Beasley, but not at $15 million Malik either. Monk? Yeah, maybe <laughs> Malik Monk. But just somebody who can... I mean, what happened to Grant Williams though? See, like like last know. last series against Miami, Grant Williams was making all these corner threes. Yeah, had that game that he how many points did he had? Like twenty eight point, twenty six points or something like that. Yeah, something crazy like that. Um, He's been non-existent Grant, this yeah. game or this series in general. Um, He's a tough player to figure out for me because like. He does good sometimes, but sometimes he just like so bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, off and on like sometimes he just is out there just to like try to be like draymond but not as good yeah i'm not gonna get on him too hard because like he he was a big part of why they are in the finals he's just Uh, yeah he was i just said this is just a bad match it's it yeah it's it hasn't been a good series for him um same with Derek white i mean just their entire bench pritchard got five minutes i mean jesus the five minutes that i saw pritchard play out there was awful first pass to him what didn't he like step out of bounds he had yep, a foot out was, of bounds horrendous um, Twice i think he might have done that yeah and then and the then three he, shots he took breaks them all two of them were wide open right um i don't know what was happening with pritchard Honestly, it was actually kind of funny i think at one of the at one point like uh like pool was trying to get the two for one and he just threw up a just a terrible shot and then Pritchard came down and threw up a terrible <laughs> shot too. Yeah, yeah. I, funny. That might have been the t- the moment where Ime was like, "I just have to roll with my starters <laughs> for this entire game." Yeah, I, that's why I think like the Celtics. Like, I really think like, and they might even still win this series. Like, they I wouldn't be surprised if they came back and won both games. But I think like I'd feel way way more comfortable with the Celtics if they had one more player off the bench that could give them like 10 a game or yeah. something like consistently like the guys step up but not consistently 
Um, I think that's part of the reason, honestly, why the Spurs traded uh, Derek White. Like, I know he's getting a little bit older anyways, but, um, like, in terms of what they're doing, because they're obviously rebuilding. Um, But I think he he was inconsistent on the Spurs a little bit, too. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, just looking at the team stats, um, Golden State shot 9 of 40 from 3, 22.5%, and they still (laughs) won this game. That's insane. Unreal. The only person on their starting lineup to make a three was Clay Thompson, five yeah. eleven. Otherwise, the rest of the starters went a combined zero for nineteen from Clay, three. Man, Clay's so interesting. Like he, he hits timely threes. I just, I swear, like when they absolutely need a three, it seems like he can hit it. He's like, definitely kind of came into his own and and played a lot better these last couple of games that that I've watched. Yeah. Honestly, on the, even on the defensive end, like he's been so good on the defensive end. Like sometimes, sometimes like he lets his when he's not hitting from threes, he lets it affect his uh, defense. But he's been locked in on defense. Uh, I think that that ocean water is paying off. Yeah, that was good. Um, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Um, what's the one thing from Boston that we've been talking about this entire series? If they don't go over this mark, the eighteen turnovers. Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and the, they were just like careless turnovers too. Like, yeah. I don't like that one time. I think uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Smart that threw it. He like threw a pass back to Robert Williams, which was a, a terrible pass. Like he threw it like way out of his reach. Wiggins picked it off, and he ended up getting fouled by Robert Williams. But like. That just puts like somebody like Robert Williams in such like a bad position too, because like he's already hurt too, and like I think he came down a little funny on that one too. But I mean, just stuff like that, like just like throwing like sloppy passes, and Marcus Smart is like like he can kill you sometimes too, because like he was playing playing so great, and then he got into like his like flopping thing too, where like. Cause like that three that Clay hit on him, like I, it was a like small push off. Like you could call it either way, probably. But I mean, I wouldn't call it in the finals, um, especially like when Smart flop or like ten feet on that leg. Like yeah. I know Clay's a strong dude, but not that strong. He's not like, like <laughs> I, I, I picked Boston to win. Yeah, like I wanted to win in six games. That was a flop. If I've ever seen one. Yeah, my, Marcus Smart's the defense player of the year. He's not flying back into the stands by no. a, a little push by Clay. Like, no. And um, I honestly, I think it's because Clay had four fouls and Marcus was just trying to draw that fifth foul. Yeah, exactly. He didn't get the call. Clay made the three. I mean, you don't want him to take that risk in that situation, which obviously backfired on him. Especially, like, I think that's kind of, like, one thing that the Warriors have, like, the up on is that they've been to the finals before, and especially against, like, LeBron, like, you, like, whether people want to say it or not, like, LeBron gets a good amount of calls, and, like, you don't always get calls on him. I'm not saying he always gets calls, but, like. I think there's a lot of calls he doesn't get. Yeah, but the, uh, there's also calls that, like, people don't get on him because he's one of the best if not the best player of all time. Like, right. so like you're not going to get every call on him because people want to see LeBron out there. So like, I think the Warriors know that like in the finals, you got to be gritty. Like you can't like expect the refs to call every foul for you. Like, yeah, you just got to 
man up sometimes and just like grit out the game i don't know yeah that's what i've been feeling in these finals like well um, and then with draymond green too like he gets a lot of text too because he talks a lot but if this is a regular season game i mean draymond probably has like four or five texts already in this series oh, I, but absolutely. the refs aren't going to call every single one i mean they're not going to take him out of every single game yeah i mean yeah he did foul out well, this game but yeah and he's fouled out in three of the five games right by this little jaron jackson <laughs> But yeah. Speaking of Jaron Jackson, I, I saw something like somebody was it was like a trade for Brandon Clark or something like that, and I was like, if they're trading Brandon Clark, what are what are the Grizzlies gonna do when uh, Jaron Jackson's on the bench with four fouls in the first quarter? Like I, I think Brandon yeah. Clark's does a lot, does well for the Grizzlies, especially like knowing Jaron Jackson's foul troubles, but. Yeah, I mean Brandon Clark played. I, I like good. Brandon yeah. Clark. I don't know if others are as high on him, but they got Zaire Williamson or Williams too. Yeah, who uh, it'll be his second year next year, so I'm I'm sure he'll take I a big step. He's a first year. He he yeah. played good for a first year player. Right. He was like a late pick too. He was like twenty something. Yeah. So they got a steal Same there. Bain. Right. But um, <laughs> I, it's actually just so funny too, because like. Bane was traded to them by the Celtics. Yeah. And like, how phenomenal would the Celtics Dude. be right now with Desmond Bane on their team? This this series would have already been over if they it, had Bane. I'm serious. It would be over right now. Like, a 3 and D guy, like, man. Because what? Would they, what do they even do? They would have had to have brought in Bane off the bench, probably. They probably would have. Unless, or, or if they went wanted to go like a small ball of like Bane at the shooting guard. Put Horford off the bench then? Yeah, Horford off the bench. I, I mean, that's pretty – that would match up well with the Warriors, like, small ball five. Yeah, because then Tatum plays the four. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> – yeah, I mean – I can't – It's so weird when you speculate what could have happened on yeah. some of these draft picks. Well, and I saw something, too, like uh, – <laughs> somebody tweeted today. Like, I can't remember it, who it was, but um, they were just about how – how much the Warriors love the Minnesota Timberwolves franchise because <laughs> we didn't pick Steph Curry. We yep. were at one point going to trade Kevin Love for Clay Thompson, but it fell through. Yep. And then um, we traded them Kaminga and Wiggins for D'Lo. And like, <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, a lot of it's luck, but also like it just it's crazy how things work. Like looking back at yeah. it, you know, they can thank Gers- Gerson Rosas for that. Yeah. I'm glad we, I mean, it he did a good job though. of, yeah, he did a good job of kind of reinventing the Timberwolves a little bit, but I think, uh, our new GM is going to be, um, pretty good. And we get to see him firsthand in this, uh, upcoming draft on the, I want to say the 23rd is when the draft is. I think that's either the 23rd or the 24th. Um, but it's coming up in about a week or week or so. So, um, yeah, what are your uh, your final takeaways from game four and game five, mainly game five, I should say? Uh, yeah, my final takeaways, like going into game six here, um, I think the the Warriors, uh, I mean, they're the Warriors are going to be going for the kill shot. Like, there, there's mm-hmm. no no question about it like they 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 don't want to come back to golden state and win it there like they they know what happened um that one year that the the 
Cavs beat them in Golden State in a game seven. Like, just because you're at home doesn't mean you're going to win it. So I think that they really want that. Um, they know that they can win it on the road, too. They've done it already. They saw the Heat win a pivotal game six on the road in Boston. So right. it's not like it can't be done. Um, They've already won there before as well. Yeah, so I think, game four. Uh, you know, they're going to be coming for them. I think, like, if Steph's being hounded the way that he was this last game, like, other guys have to hit shots. Um, Don't expect Steph to have that bad of a shooting night, though, because I guarantee you won't. Yeah, no, I'm not expecting him to. I'm. It's more. I think they are going to try to contain him more. I think people like Clay and Poole and Porter are going to have to step up and hit a couple threes. Right. Um. Or a on, couple half quarters. <laughs> yeah, on the Celtic side of things, like, man, if if the bench isn't giving you anything, like the bench would be the number one thing that I would say would help them win the game. But if the bench isn't giving you anything, Tatum has got to drop like 40 ball or something at least, like at either least. or either Tatum or Brown. I, I would rather it be Tatum just because I think he's capable of it. Like I think, uh, I mean, Brown's capable too, but like, I don't know. I just want to see like that marquee, like Jason Tatum game. I, I love Jason Tatum as a player. So like, yep. um, I just want to see him break out because, like, ever since he uh, yammed on LeBron in the conference finals. Like, <laughs> you always have to bring that up, <laughs> I, don't I you? I always have to bring it up. That was an incredible dunk because I think he was a rookie that year. Okay, tell me the last time Jason Tatum's actually dunked in this, since then. I don't even know if he's dunked. Dude, he doesn't series. dunk anymore. Like, yeah, he doesn't dunk that much. But, um, man, like, I, I just <laughs> I want to see him have that marquee game, especially because, like, like, I was a huge Kobe fan, and I know he's a huge Kobe fan. Um, I mean, I mean, he obviously like knew more than I do because yeah, you NBA think, player, but um, I just uh, I want to see him have that special game. Um, but we'll see if it happens. I, I know he's still young. I think he's 18 still, so he's got years. <laughs> That's like the running joke. Yeah, he's that, he's too young. He's like 18. Yeah. So like, like he's still young. Yeah. No, that's every every Boston fan right now because they're like uh they're so down in the dumps on on this series so far, but, um, just going off Boston, what you were saying. Um, yeah, Tatum's got to have a big game. Um, I'm looking for, I'm looking for Jalen Brown to do what he's done in the games that they have won, which is start out super strong in the first and second quarters. Yeah. If he can give them around 20 points in those first two quarters and then give, you know, Tatum still got to put up some points. Yeah. But, Mm -hmm. I want Tatum to save his energy for that third and fourth quarter. Yeah. And then if he can go off, he's got to have at least 40. I mean, this is a closeout game in the NBA finals. He's got to have one of those games that he's had in the first three rounds where, I mean, I don't know what the number is, but he had over, over five games of plus 40 points so far. Hasn't had one game over. over I don't even think he's had a game over 30. So I don't know if he's at thirty, even. I mean, maybe forty's too much, but he's got to push it. I mean, at, at, or if it's like thirty, like efficiently and like getting others involved too, like um. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not counting on this I'd bench. Really just, I I feel like he's capable, but that's the thing. It's like it's frustrating because like I know what he's capable of, like just seeing what he's done in past games, like yeah. Um, Horford and Marcus Smart both have to be aggressive too, because I mean this might be both of their last finals. Um, 
especially for Horford. He's getting up. I think he's 34, 35, something like that. So um, he's really uh, running towards the end of his career. So um, this might be one of his last chances. So he's got to really make an impact on this, on this game six. And um, on the other side, Warriors. um, Before we wrap this up, speaking of Horford, do a, want to touch on it quick yeah go ahead. Do, do we think do we think Horford's cheap or not like have you seen like those things uh of like uh he rolled up on Steph's leg and then like he put his foot out and got that flagrant foul too. oh um and then last game they like showed a clip of him like rolling up on like Clay's leg a little bit um honestly I I don't really know like his background as much like of, no like, if, if it, he's had any instances in the past so like no I don't think Horford's ever been like a known as a dirty player and I don't, yeah, I I don't ju- think he is I feel like he might just I mean he's 37 like I I would be a little bit more clumsy at 37 than at and if you like, watch 30, the way like, he runs too like he doesn't yeah run nor like it doesn't his normal running motion it doesn't look normal so like he's definitely yeah. clumsy um, is he doing it on purpose? Definitely not. I don't I, think yeah, he's that I player. Think so. I think you see after the game, he'll after if they lose, he'll give all of them a handshake and oh yeah, like he's a good good teammate, good team sportsman. I think he's just playing hard and like you can't yeah. control your body as much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's gonna be people that are gonna put that narrative yeah, and be I'm like, oh, if you saw that stuff, I think it's kind of funny because like I don't think Horford's a dirty player and like I'm a war. Right. I want the Warriors. I picked him to win, so like you got Warriors in seven. I got Warriors or in six. seven, but I mean, I would, would be fine if they won it in six. I think uh, the dynasty continues. Yeah. I mean, I took Boston in six. I'm going to still stick with Boston, though. I'm going to take them in seven now, but um, do I feel confident in them winning? Hell no. no. I mean, it's not looking good for them. Um, I'll just touch base on Warriors, what I think they need to do. Um, honestly, it doesn't they can do anything. If, if Steph can have an absolutely terrible game and they still win this game, their last game, honestly, surprise me some more warriors. I mean, have uh yeah. Draymond green go off for 30 this next game. That would surprise me. That that would actually really surprise me. I I'm calling it now that Draymond at least hits one, three, he finally, one, three. Bre- uh, he finally breaks the call. He's Oh, for 11. He has to hit one three. Uh, I mean, I think he's got twenty five points in the series. Yeah, I say he goes for twenty six. <laughs> he doubles it. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, if Warriors get this win, I think they do a good job of managing the first half, keeping it close within ten points, and then they have one of those famous third quarter runs that they've done every single finals run. Uh, to kind of close this out. And I think you yeah. see Clay have one of those like heat check moments in the third where he goes for four straight or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe Steph. Um, but, well, you know, I, I'm worried if I'm a Boston fan. And, I mean, they're going to bring it in the garden, though. I mean, it's it's a late game. Oh, yeah. I see Boston fans just uh, – <laughs> all, all, the, all the drunk Boston fans just getting <laughs> hyped up for that game and uh, – getting into Draymond's skin and they're, they're um, going to come for Draymond. Uh, they're going to be chirping. I could easily see them turning on Boston though, if it's not going so well too. Oh, yeah. But um, so that's going to wrap up uh, game four and game five. And uh, we will see you guys again on 
After game six. After game might, six on Thursday. Might be popping champagne or heading <laughs> back to Golden State. We'll see you then. Um, until next guy, time, guys. Peace out. Signing off. Thank <laughs> you.